Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jake Hare, founder of LaunchPeer, where we help non-technical founders go from idea to launch and beyond. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, I know I did. Mostly spent doing nothing. <laughs> it's just great sometimes. Hopefully you guys took my advice from the Friday episode and actually took some time for yourself. Put the phones down, put the computers down, and just relax and enjoy some time with your family. So hopefully you're coming into this week rested, rejuvenated, and ready to listen to this episode of the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the skills that you need in order to be a good entrepreneur. Specifically, uh, the question today is, I'm a new entrepreneur and I'm trying to figure out what resources, books, podcasts to listen to in order to learn the skills necessary to be a good startup founder. If you were going to go back, what skill would you focus on the most when you were starting your startup journey? Well, first, that's a great question. Uh, And I think a lot of people, most entrepreneurs I, I know would probably have different answers to this. Um, so I'll just tell you what mine is and why I think mine is correct and theirs are wrong. <laughs> no. um, mine would be actually copywriting, uh, interestingly enough. I, I think that's a skill set that a lot of people don't talk about enough, especially in the startup world. It's funny because in the like coaching consultation world, that skill actually gets talked about a lot. Copywriting is incredibly, incredibly important. Um, in that realm, you know, writing good copy, writing sales copy, writing marketing copy, like it, that's all really, really important to the point where I don't know if you've seen some websites uh, for people like that, but they're usually like really long form, just copy text. That's it. You know, it doesn't have a ton of stuff. It's just, you know, copy, copy, copy. Maybe it has like some stuff bold and some stuff in headers and all that stuff, but you know, it's a lot of copy, right? And, and that's because that industry really focuses on writing good copy because they know that good copy is what sells. And I feel like other industries, but most importantly, tech startups really need to focus more on writing good copy. Everyone in the tech space is focused on things that really at the end of the day don't matter if you don't have good copy, which is things like what features your application has uh, or um, what, you know, how fast your application loads (laughs) or how many users you have. And look, all that stuff is really important. I'm not trying to downplay any of that stuff, but if you look at those things, None of those things matter if you can't effectively communicate the value of your features or if you can't effective, effectively communicate the mission that your startup has or if you can't effectively uh, portray the uh, the journey of you going from having an idea to building your startup. Right? All of those things are really important to the life cycle of building your company. And the only way you can get that stuff out there is by writing really, really good, effective copy. Okay. Um, I think there was a study done recently. I wish I could remember what it was. Maybe I'll put the link in the show notes, but where they, uh, a company, I think it might've been one of these sales tool companies like Gong or Chorus or something, but they, uh, did a AB test where they had a really, the same thing that they were giving people. Like, I, I think it was like an ebook or down, I don't know what it was, but, um, I think they did it for a couple different things too. And they had one web page where they AB tested that was designed really nice. Like basically they just let their designers have a field day and make it look beautiful. And what most people would consider beautiful, right? Like big, big hero image, lots of photos, you know, all that good stuff that goes into a really nice looking website. And then they had their copywriters, 
build the sa same call to action, trying to get people to do the same thing that landed on the site. But instead, they just focused on copy. They didn't put a bunch of pretty pictures, really had almost no pictures on the website at all. It was just a bunch of copy, like written text as to what, who this was for, why they should want it, all of this stuff that, that makes good copy, right? So they would do that, and they launched those two sites, the A-B test, and the one with just the copy had you know, triple the conversion rate of the one that was really well designed. And that's because when, you know, you're a consumer and you're trying to see whether or not something is a good fit for you, or you're trying to figure out what value something brings to you or why the features even matter. Those pretty pictures are only going to go so far. You know, you can't, I know that people say like a picture's worth a thousand words and I mean, really, that's very dependent on the picture. But I say that when you're talking about digitally trying to market to someone and get them to buy something, that is a lot less true than maybe it used to be in the past. Today, people want you to clearly state to them what it is that you're going to do for them or how you're going to make their life better or how you're going to give them a return on their investment and all of that stuff. And, and the only way that that gets communicated clearly is by having really, really good copies. So if I could go back to the very beginning and start LaunchPure over again and focus on one skill, it would be making sure that I knew how to write very effective sales copy, how to translate something that some people would say is boring into something that most people would say is, wow, that sounds amazing. And to a lot of people, I think, who are anti-sales, you think of that as um, you're spinning something, right? Like, oh, well, you're making it sound better than it is. Like, no, I'm just more clearly talking about the benefits of it. There's a difference between spinning and spinning something and clarifying something. And so if I could go back, I would definitely focus on my ability to write effective sales copy. And that has nothing to do with how good a writer you are. I know people who, you know, spell check is their best friend, but they, they are really, really good sales copywriters. They know how to clearly state a message and get the, their ideal customer, the person who they want to buy, to really resonate with that copy and get them to go read line by line by line by line. And if you can get someone to do that, and if your copy is so good that it gets someone to want to read line by line by line by line, it means that you can get someone to buy something. You can get someone to opt in for something. And you can, and look, this, I'm not trying to say here that copy is something that you should do without having good design. I think both of those things can and often do work together. But if I was going to choose just one, if I could only choose having a good design or having good copy and I couldn't choose both, I would take the good copy every single day of the week. No questions asked, no testing required. I know 100% without a doubt that the copy would crush it. But what I would take even better than that would be having both of those two things together, having the copy and also having um, the good design to go along with it. And so, yeah, if I could go back, that's what I would do. Now, what I, the mistake I made starting out at LaunchPeer was uh, I focused on the wrong things. And if you go back and look at LaunchPeer's beginning, like I talk, you know, I'm pretty public about the fact that, you know, for the first year or two, like, you know, we, we struggled. And that's because I was focusing too much on the product which was like how we were doing things and what we were offering. And I was focusing a, a lot more on that and not enough on getting really good at sales and getting really good at uh, marketing, really mostly sales. And down further than that, I should have focused on getting good at sales copy, right? So really the trajectory that I should have gone down as opposed to, 
you know, focusing on their product. We're not doing too well. Oh crap. I need to focus on sales. And, uh, and you know, I started focusing on that. And then I started focusing on marketing cause I was like, well, marketing could probably help my sales if I do it better. Start focusing on marketing. And then, you know, the company started growing after that. But if I could go back, I would focus on first copy sales copy. I would focus on getting really, really good at that. And there's a ton of resources online to get really good at that. And then I would focus on sales, right? Figuring out the best way to sell something. Oftentimes before you even build it is usually the best way to do it to make sure you're not wasting your time building something that nobody wants. And then I would focus on the marketing piece. Can I scale this, this sales message that I created that I've gotten a couple of people to buy? Can I scale it with good marketing? And what does that marketing look like? And how do I get good at that? And then I would focus on the product and then growing the product and scaling the product and, and then growing everything all together. Cause then you start hiring a team and bringing people on board and all of that stuff. But just individually as a founder, copywriting in terms of sales and then sales and then marketing and then product. Okay. And I know that sounds a little counterintuitive. A lot of people think of it the other way around. You focus on the product and then the marketing and then the sales. And then you worry about what the words are on the page after that. And I think that's the wrong approach. And look, if, if it was the right approach, because everybody preaches that other approach, pro, you know, all that product to marketing, to sales, to the other stuff. If that approach really worked, so many startups wouldn't be failing today. So what I want you to do, if you're listening to this, if you haven't done it already, sit down and write a long form sales letter. I want you to Google search long form sales letter, and I want you to read some long form sales letters. And there's tons of examples out there. And sure, some of them might seem cheesy to you. But a lot of those sales letters uh, sold millions or hundreds of millions of dollars worth of product. Um, and I think any of us would love to do, <laughs> to do that, right? So just read it, get what you can in terms of what they do and how you write one and just learn as much as you can about writing long form sales copy and then write a long form sales letter. Uh, that's what they call it for your product, for your startup, whether it's a web app, a mobile app, you know, consulting company, I don't a car washing service doesn't matter to me. Write a long form sales letter based on what you learned. And then, you know, I bet if you did that, you would learn a ton about what you're offering, how you're offering it and how you should change the structure of it to get more people to buy it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. If you have your own question you'd like answered on the show, just go to launchchat.com and post your question there. And as you know, we have a free community just for entrepreneurs building and launching tech startups. All you have to do to join is go to launchpeer.com slash join, and you'll see the link to join right there. And lastly, if you think the show is great, we'd love to hear from you. Go leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen on, and it helps us spread the word about the podcast and help even more entrepreneurs just like you.